Auto Line Daily is brought to you by Bridgestone, your journey, our passion. And by Dow Automotive Systems, improving durability and increasing design flexibility with Betamate structural adhesives at DowBetamate.com. Hello and welcome to a brand new week of AutoLine Daily. And now let's catch up on some of the latest developments in the global automotive industry. Sales of big trucks, as you know, are a leading indicator of where the economy is headed. And as we've been pointing out this year, sales of those trucks in the U.S. market have been falling. Until last month, that is. Wards reports that sales of heavy trucks just had their best month since 2006. Even more impressive, every segment of the market from Class 6 through Class 8 saw their sales go up, and so did every heavy truck manufacturer. Even so, for the year, sales of heavy trucks are down 2% from 2012. Now, just to give you an idea of the sales rankings for the biggest Class 8 semis, Freightliner, which is owned by Daimler, has nearly 34% of the market. Kenworth is far behind at 17%. International is at 15 and a half, Peterbilt at just under 12, and Volvo is at 11%. Kenworth and Peterbilt are owned by the same company, Packar, but even if you add their market share together, Freightliner still dominates the Class 8 segment. A little over a decade ago, Porsche's annual sales were only around 50,000 cars a year, but Porsche's new parent, Volkswagen AG wants to quadruple that ASAP. To make that happen, Bloomberg reports that Porsche will enter 15 new markets by the end of the decade, mostly in Africa. The company has been able to boost sales with help from huge growth in China and with the addition of the Cayenne and Panamera to its lineup. And Porsche expects its upcoming compact SUV, the Macan, to boost sales even further. Most heads-up display units project images onto the windshield, but many announced it will use a less complicated and less expensive screen to project an image onto rather than the windshield. It's a little piece of plastic mounted on top of the instrument panel. The unit will display a number of new driver assist systems like collision and pedestrian warning, a parking assist feature, and vehicle speed. Many says the technologies will be rolled out into future vehicles, but there's no word yet on which vehicles those will be. But we can guess they're not going to be available on the newest version of the Mini Moke. Yeah, the Mini Moke is making a comeback, well, minus the Mini name. If you remember, it was kind of a quirky-looking beach buggy. The company Moke International has now teamed up with Sikar Engineering and Chinese automaker Cherry Motors, to produce this new Moke. It can be powered by either a gas or electric motor, and as of right now, about a thousand are scheduled to be made every year. You know, range anxiety isn't just hurting sales of electric vehicles, it's also hurting rentals. Bloomberg reports that rental customers are not opting for EVs because they fear the battery will die, and those who do choose an EV often return it for a conventional car. Enterprise says the average EV rental is about a day and a half compared to six or seven days for a regular car. Both Hertz and Enterprise's EV fleets are well below targets set a few years back. But despite the slow demand, the rental companies all have plans to increase their EV fleets. Most automakers lose money on every electric vehicle they produce, including 
Chevrolet with the Volt. But will that be the case with the Cadillac ELR, a vehicle based on the Volt? I only asked because GM announced that the ELR will carry a $77,000 price tag before state and federal incentives. This is a much higher price than most experts thought it would carry. Even more interesting of a question, will the Cadillac ELR, the BMW i8, the Infiniti LE, and all the other luxury EVs that are coming out eat into sales of the Tesla Model S? I can tell you firsthand, that is a hot topic amongst all the major automakers. Hey, coming up next, we ask ZZ Top's Billy Gibbons what he would do if he ran the auto industry. Dow Automotive Systems, driving solutions in automotive, commercial transportation, and aftermarket with innovative products like Betamate structural adhesives. Lighter, stronger, safer. DowBetamate.com. As most of you know, we had Billy Gibbons from ZZ Top in our studios a while back talking on a wide range of automotive topics. Billy is a pretty savvy car guy, so I had to ask him what advice he would give to automakers. Here's that clip. So what should the industry be doing from a design and engineering standpoint in, in your view? Well, I've had a recent conversation with a good friend, Rod Millen, well known in the racing circuit, and he posed a uh, rather interesting uh, question. He said, uh, you know, it's not unthinkable that the electric car, as it grows and uh, goes through its uh, pains of getting um, established as legitimate vehicles. He said, they're dead quiet. What are we going to do? <laughs> and that has left me thinking up late at night trying to figure out if you remove that one element of loudness. Um, let's say you're at a hill climb and the car that disappears over the horizon, you can still hear it as it's making its way toward the finish line. The electric car is going to be somewhat, uh, somewhat different. And uh, I, I think it's not to, to worry. Uh, you know, uh, the world keeps spinning, and I'm sure that this evolution will, you know, usher in different levels of interest. I think it'll be fascinating. You know, Billy's right. The sound of a great engine can be music to your ears. Anyway, that wraps up today's report. Thanks for watching, and please join us again tomorrow.